Hey, good morning, Tim. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's just one of those things that emerges as, I think, conventional wisdom out there. Your name and the word front runner associated with a lot of news on this race. Do you see yourself as such? Well, you know, Tim, I think we've, um, I think it's been established we kind of have been in the lead since we got in this race last June. And uh, as the time goes on by, um, you know, it, it, and, and, and I look at it in a couple of different things. But as time's gone by, we have felt the momentum push behind us. And, yeah, we feel like we are the front runner in this race. At some, at a couple of times the uh, polls have shown us up as much as 26 points and double-digit leads. But, uh, but, you know, we have never changed our message since day one. It's, it's, it's been the same message since then. And you combine that with the work ethic that we've been putting out there, and people see just how hard I am fighting to get this position. And uh, they know that I'll fight that hard once I get to Congress. Because, uh, Tim, I don't know if you realize it or not, we should, by tomorrow at least, we will have knocked on 14,000 individual doors. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an amazing total uh, that Mike Collins with us. All right, just, and we'll get to some of the issues and that message you're talking about. Just quickly, another of the process questions here. Uh, the math working against you, if you want to avoid a runoff, just the sheer volume of candidates, you and seven other folks, let's assume you're the front runner and the top vote getter on May 24th. Uh, the prospect of getting 50% plus one, eh, unlikely mathematically. That said, who do, you, who do you see in that second spot, or do you, or does it matter? You know, we don't. Um, I don't. I don't know who would be in that second spot. I know. Uh, you know, we've 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 seen the polling. Uh, Dr. Paul Brown has continuously been running in that that second position. But uh, but regardless, we're still not going to change our message on who we are, what we stand for. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm just a, a, an outsider, a business person. Been in the trucking industry all my life. I'm still in the trucking business, and and I can offer my services and my knowledge and take that to Congress and make a heck of a difference up there. And, uh, and that's what we'll continue to push. And uh, good Lord willing, if we don't, if, we, if we're not uh, fortunate enough to win it uh, in May, then we're going to win this thing in June. All right. Let's talk about that, Mike Collins. You mentioned the trucking industry. I know what it cost me to fill up my little Honda out there. I'm paying, I don't know, $354, dollars whatever it is, on a given day. I'm paying $35, 40 bucks to fill up my ride. I cannot imagine what you folks in those diesel trucks and that price of diesel close to five dollars in some places probably more a lot more in others i, I don't know how you fo- honestly I, I don't know how you stay afloat you know and and it's such a penny game uh i mean it literally is you're you're counting pennies and, and the margins on average in the trucking industry are around two and a half percent and once you get fuel to the price wise over four dollars and a half and we're seeing this now You'll see owner-operators, people with one truck or two trucks, they'll shut down because you're not making money. You're just basically treading water and hoping that you don't break down. And what, what an owner-operator, and it's smart thinking, they, you know, they'll just shut down and wait this thing out 90 days and make 90 days of truck and trailer payments. Uh, and, and that's just another shot to the supply chain right now that we don't need. And, and you know, the crazy thing is it's such an easy fix. And that plays right into the amount of just this huge inflation problem we got with this fuel increase. Oh, yeah, there's only one place for you folks to get the money, and that's from the folks who buy the stuff that you deliver to the stores. It absolutely is driving up the price of every single thing we buy, is it not? 
It is. It is. You, you look at that. You look at just the cost of of, um, of the equipment itself and how much it has increased. And, and that, that, that in turn is because of the supply chain shock that we've had over the last two years and uh, the fact that you can't even get new equipment. You know, we had some pricing on uh, uh, trailers uh, where just two years ago we were paying $30,000 a trailer. Today's price, $61,000. Mike Collins, congressional candidate. You said a moment ago, easy fix. I, I, I assume you mean, but you tell me, I, I assume you mean getting us back to a position of energy independence. Yes, sir. I sure do. That That's part of that America first agenda. You know, all oil, believe it or not, y'all, comes out of the ground. There, there's no reason that we shouldn't be producing our own oil. We have enough oil here. And we've even seen it. We were We were an exporting country. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just like stock. You know, people will, will run the price up on a rumor on the stock price, but as soon as the news is announced, boom, the stock comes down. Same thing happens with oil. As soon as the, the American people know that that oil is going to be drilled, whether it's today or in six months, and it's going to come from here and it's going to be cheaper, the price of oil will start coming back down immediately. And you'll see that effect on inflation to bring that back down. Now, the other part of the problem is just up there in Congress spending money like it's like there's no tomorrow. We've got to get the spending under control up there in Congress. But for a quick fix right now, boy, that, that'd be the first move I would make. Mike Collins, congressional candidate. I, I think the figure you gave us was knocking on 14,000 doors. I'm sure you have some things to say to the folks who answer, but but they have some things to say to you as well. What do you hear out there? I am amazed at how, you know, I, I, I give my 30-second elevator pitch spiel, and, uh, uh, and it is absolutely amazing the amount of people that are standing there shaking their heads and saying, yes, you know, we know we're in trouble, and we know we need to send people up there with a backbone and a spine that are true conservatives to help get this country back on track. And uh, it, to me, that, that just that... Um, just that 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 fact that people are they're saying the same thing that I am uh, makes me feel good that we know we know we've got the right person and the right team and the right message to to go to Washington and represent the tenth district. You know, I, and, and I tell people when I'm out there talking, I am the tenth district. You know, we're a solid core blue collar district of good Christian people that just get up every day, want to go to work, feed our families, go to church on Sunday. And be left alone, and uh, and we represent that, and uh, it's nice to see that uh, that people verify that when I go up and speak to them. You know, we hear that a lot. And matter of fact, I hear that from seven other candidates. I'm the true conservative in the race. I did, McMain says it, Sim says it, Swan says it, Brown says it, Jones says it, Curry says it, and you say it. They all say it. Uh, what separates you from those folks? A lot of those folks, well-credentialed folks, and certainly conservatives. Uh, what separates you? The, the background. Go back and look at what people have been doing. You go back and investigate everybody's background. Jones is easy one. He's a corrupt Democrat from DeKalb County. He's, he's a Democrat. Uh, you can go back and look at his record and see what he's done. But but everybody else, take a look. You know, as far as uh, when I say I'm pro-Trump, America first agenda candidate, I was on the Trump campaign way before he was even a nominee. First time I saw him, there were about 40 people in that house, including Donald Trump. You won't ever see that again. And I have never wavered off of that support like some other folks have. 
You know, it's and, and and as far as just me being in the most regulated industry that there is in this country, I really know what regulations and taxes have done to, to destroy this industry. So I have felt that personally. And and as far as conservative Republican values, hey, I've been working down here in Butts County. I've been the chairman of the Butts County Republican Party for seven years, growing a conservative movement down here, fighting. And, and as a matter of fact, Tim, I was at those those polls during November 2020. I was part of that discussion. I saw the onslaught. I saw what was happening on a firsthand note. So I can talk about rigged elections. I've seen that. So I encourage people, go back and take a hard look at everybody. Ask them what their experience is. Back up. Because you're right, Tim. We can all get to talking points. Even Vernon Jones can get to talking points. But what have you really really been doing to advance a true America first agenda, a true conservative movement in the 10th district in the state of Georgia in this country. I, I got a quick, like, I should have asked this way sooner. Like 15 seconds here, the little dust up between uh, you, Vernon Jones, and the Newt Gingrich endorsement lack of it. What's the takeaway from that? Uh, Jones is a con man. <laughs> That's all he is. Uh, Short and sweet. MikeCollinsGA.com is the website. Mike Collins, candidate for Congress. Uh, See you soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Tim, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much.